are watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to TV8's Good Morning Vail for this Tuesday, March 21st edition. This is a live shot of that I-70 corridor. First thing this morning, you can see cars traveling on those roadways, but they are a little bit snow-packed. So if you are getting out there, just give yourself a little bit of extra travel time, especially in those spots where we've been seeing that freeze-thaw cycle pretty heavily, only because it's making those roads pretty slippery out there. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans, and we've got the one and only Mark Sassy. And he's up to no good today. He's running around, causing some trouble, doing some regular Mark things. And so we're going to check in with him in just a little bit. But we've got some great national holidays to celebrate today. The first one being Big Bang Day. So if you love science or maybe if you just love the TV show, well, then today's a great day to celebrate that. It's also International Day of Forests and National Hard Shell Taco Day, which is perfect because it's Taco Tuesday. So make sure that you get your hands on some delicious tacos. Now we've got a great two hours of Good Morning Vale ahead of us. Of course, we're going to be giving you multiple looks at that local weather forecast, that resort report, but then we're going to be talking with so many wonderful companies from around our community and getting some more information on how you can get involved and maybe help make a difference with some of our fabulous nonprofits. Now, if you're looking for some activities to do today and into tonight, well, there's a lot of activities always taking place here in our community. First thing this morning, you can go to the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens and you can enjoy a nice guided snowshoe hike. And this is going to be through their tree trail, which is their intermediate trail. It's going to kick off at 10.30 and it's going to go to 11.30. It is a $10 registration fee, but if you have yet to explore the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens in the winter, we highly recommend you do so. They are so beautiful. For more information and to register, you can go to Betty Ford Alpine Gardens with an S dot org. That way you can find all of their wonderful events and activities online. Now, if you're looking for something to do with the kiddos first thing this morning, well then you should check out Eagle Valley Library District. So EVLD.org, they always have multiple great story times taking place. And this morning, they've got two happening, one in Avon, one in Gypsum, and they are the Lapsit story time. So if you've got those little ones at home, this is a good time to get out and help them with their early literacy skills and just kind of make your way through. You can see their entire story time lineup right now. It is very stacked, and there's always something for everyone to do. Now, continuing with the theme of live, Libraries. The Vail Public Library has a great activity happening later this afternoon. It's going to kick off at 3.30 p.m. And it's the kids' crafts, and they're making... Lorax trees. So if you love the Lorax, well then today's a great day to make a truffula tree. And so you can go to their website for some more info 
information, and that's vaillibrary.gov, and that way you can see the entire lineup. Now, making our way back to the Eagle Valley Library District, they have an adult craft night tonight, and this is going to be a ton of fun. If you like candles, well, then you can do some candle crafting over at the Avon Public Library. This is going to kick off at 5.30 p.m. It's going to go until 7.30 p.m., and this is just a great way to get out there, maybe make some new friends, and maybe make a new candle for your house, which I know we really love at my house. Now, if you're looking for something else to do tonight, well, you can go play some fun bingo over at the Rabbit Hole at the new Chasing Rabbits over in Vale Village in the Solaris Plaza. This is going to go from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and this is just a great way to get out and maybe have a great drink, maybe some good food, and enjoy some bingo. What a fun way to just get out on a Tuesday night and enjoy our community. Now, something else that's a little bit more strenuous and is going to take a little more effort is Walking Mountain Science Center is doing a great lunar hike tonight. So if you would like to be under the stars, under the moon, and hiking to see the best spot in the valley, well, then this is is a great way to do so. It's going to start at 7 p.m. It's $35 as a registration and you can go to walkingmountainsscience.org and that way you can participate in all of the fun that's taking place over there especially because they do such a good job of teaching you in such a fun way. They call it adventuring like education, adventuring. So make sure that you go check that out because they do such a good job here in our community to also get you really informed on how you can make a difference on what's taking place with our climate change. Now we're going to take it over to Mark Sassy, who's going to give us a look at that local weather forecast, especially since we saw some snow. Now we've got another storm front rolling in, which I think that I'm a little bit excited for it, but I'm excited to see that sunshine. So let's check in with Mark to see when it's coming out. Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm over here in Riverwalk. Uh, not actually in Riverwalk. I'm over here in Edwards at uh, the village area right next to the post office. I'm going to swing in and introduce you to uh, Dr. Dole, Joel Dekanik here in just a little bit with Vail Integrative Medical Group. But let's talk about that weather first. We have clear skies this morning. We saw snow last night. There is another system approaching this afternoon. I'm going to read it directly off of uh, the National Weather Service forecast. More snow returning Tuesday afternoon. As the next system approaches, once again, Moderate to heavy snow is expected in the mountains, particularly across south-facing slopes. Strong winds will result in significant reduced visibilities. Colder air moves in Tuesday night. Uh, more snow through Wednesday. This winter weather advisory will go on until Wednesday at midnight. There's a look at your forecast. You saw today's forecast, 39 for a high. Veil by the hour. We're going to see temperatures low 20s to start, mid-30s, mid-afternoon. Sunshine to start and cloudy skies coming in later on today. Denver temperatures today about 61 degrees. Nice down there. Mostly sunny skies for Vail 39, Avon 39, and Eagle 41. And then tonight we'll see 24 degrees for that low temperature with a 50% chance of uh, more snow. Chance of snow right there, right there. 720 that sun sets. And then as we look ahead to that five-day forecast, uh, Wednesday 42 degrees, 80% chance of snow showers. Thursday 36 degrees, partly cloudy with a 20% chance. For Friday, 34 degrees. Afternoon snow showers again, about a 60% chance. For Saturday, 29 degrees, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of moisture. And then Sunday, 30 degrees with some afternoon snow showers, about a 50% chance. So uh, this is a little, a little uh, sucker hole, we'll call it, in between the storms. So it's nice out first thing. Both resorts saw some snow. And we're going to take it back to Maddie in just a little bit. She's got your resort report coming up next. 
And then I think we're going to call it National Shenanigan Day in my world because I'm going to go have some fun here in a little bit. But this is our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. Let's take it back to Maddie for that resort report. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Welcome back to being in the studio. Mark is right. We saw some accumulation of some snowfall overnight last night. So as we take a look at what's happening up on Beaver Creek Mountain, four new inches of snow in the last 24 and 48 hours, bringing that season total to 282 inches. I'm hoping Beaver Creek breaks the 300-inch rule throughout the rest of the winter. Now they have a 58-inch base depth. You can start your morning at 3.30 or 8.30, excuse me, a.m. and you can go until 4 p.m. That way you can get the most out of your skiing and riding day. I was thinking three o'clock because I was thinking those free chocolate chip cookies that they hand out at the base of Centennial. So make sure that you go enjoy some free cookies. 25 lifts are open, 163 trails are open, and 98% of the train is currently open up on Beaver Creek Mountain. Now, as we make our way over to Vail, this is the thing I've been talking about, the thing I'm so excited for. Three new inches of snow in the last 24 to 48 hours, bringing that season total to 300 inches right now with a 74 inch base depth. You can start your morning on Vail Mountain from 8.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Now as we take a look at what train is open up on Vail Mountain, 33 lifts are open, 275 trails are open, and 100% of the train is open for you to get out there and enjoy. Now we've been talking about this 300 inches for quite some time and I'm so excited that we finally made it to that 300 inches. So we hope that you get out there and you celebrate with everyone on Vail Mountain today because the skiing and riding has been fantastic. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this resort report this morning. If you're looking for a great place to go shopping, whether you just need some new gear or maybe you're starting to think more spring focused, well, then they've got you covered. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got more of the show. So stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We are here in Edwards inside of Vale Integrative Medical Group. Dr. Joel Dekanek, the owner, the founder, joining us before your day gets busy. Yes, sir. Good How morning. are you, sir? Good, Good to see morning. you Great again. To see I've, you. I've been seeing Joel a lot and his staff a lot recently. We'll get into those details in a bit. But let's, uh, let's talk about the business here and what it is that you do, how long you've been around and uh, where your locations are. Let's just give us the backstory. You got it. Um, vale Integrative Medical Group started, I moved here in 1995, so I guess we're pushing almost 30 years here, and I don't believe that. Um, <laughs> and um, part of my goal was to create a multidisciplinary practice um, of allied healthcare professionals, physical therapy, medical, sports chiropractic, massage therapy, and um, we're still going strong today. And you have this location here above the post office in Edwards. Yep. Yes, sir. And do you have another location? We have another office in the Endorphin Gym in Eagle. Those are okay. our two locations. We had an office in Vail for many, 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 many years, and we just closed that uh, about two years ago, actually, and uh, just kind of trimmed things up a little bit. I mean, I've, knock on wood, I haven't had to utilize mm -hmm. any kind of physical therapy in the past. I've been doing all right, but I saw you three or four weeks ago. We were at Copper hiking up the mm -hmm. hill to go watch our kids' ski race. With I, a noticeable limp. <laughs> and I mentioned just out of the blue, I'm like, I got this Achilles tendon issue that's been bothering me. And you're like, you need to come by and say hello and visit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to leave it at that and just kind of segue to you because it's what I've gone through, like I told everybody last week, has been eye-opening and, and I'm beside myself at how much better my ankle feels. I'm thrilled to hear that. So, yeah. again, running into you, which was so nice, uh, on Copper Mountain a couple weeks ago. 
You were limping, and uh, that's, <laughs> my, that's my job to notice things like that. So yeah. we struck up a conversation and um, offered you um, some treatments, and obviously you've had a positive outcome with that. Don't put it so lightly. Positive <laughs> outcome? I'll tell we, you right now, my ankle was angry at me because I angered it up and, and made it mad at me last September playing tennis. I kind of didn't do the right things early on, and... Then I started to ski a little bit and did some other things, and it just was not getting better. And then Joel introduced me to this uh, this shockwave therapy, this mm-hmm. machine that's mm-hmm. called uh, EPAT, correct? Yep. So EPAT stands for um, Extracorporeal Pulse Activation Therapy or Technique. Um, in the medical world, we call this um, extracorporeal shockwave therapy, and there's different kinds of this. This technology came out of Europe a couple of decades ago, and I've been following the technology actually for quite a while, and um, very heavily studied, um, very good peer-reviewed journal kind of um, science behind this. And um, we implemented in our practice about six months ago. And like any other good clinician, um, I need to see it in action kind of thing like that. And that's why I offered you some, some treatments. Yep. And um, we have been over the moon as far as the results go. So I'm obviously walking fine now. I'm now doing physical therapy. The, the mm-hmm. therapist gave me some exercises to right. work on right, to right. strengthen it and to get it above and beyond um, where it is. But it definitely feels like night and day. Like it feels 100%. Right. On any given morning, right. it does. Right. So in your case, if we can talk about your Achilles, Do you it. had Achilles tendonitis and tendinopathy. And uh, tendinopathy is a kind of a chronic form of tendinitis where our tendons get a little brittle, inflamed, scar tissue develops in there, and it becomes weak and painful. Scar tissue is often laden with uh, nerve endings and um, hence uh, the pain. Okay, and what EPAT does is it uses pulsed electro um, sound waves to penetrate that tissue to kind of increase its metabolism, increase the blood flow to the area. And this is the machine right here, yeah, right? Yeah. You want to grab that handle and just show sure, people you roughly what it is? And it feels you like, bet. and it kind of feels like you're gonna you're getting a little bit of a tattoo sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There's, really. just, there's a number of different heads that you can use for this depending on the condition and the location that we're using, and they have different depths in different uh, widths as far as um, the energy that we're going to put in there. But um, this technology came out of Europe and was based off of lithotripsy. Lithotripsy, um, for those of you who don't know, um, breaks up um, kidney stones. So um, this is FDA approved um, in the United States. And like I said, this technology came out of Europe. And it's getting more and more popular, actually. Um, But again, excellent therapy for tendon problems, uh, degenerative changes, arthritis, uh, muscle problems. And depending on the settings that we use, we can break up um, kind of calcium deposits in in muscles um, and and certainly tendon and muscle problems as well. And uh, the sessions that I've had last about... 10 minutes or so. Yeah, Is exactly. that pretty normal? Is that kind That's, of where you want to go to? Absolutely. Roughly? We normally do uh, a series of about three to six sessions or so, generally about a week, five days to about a week apart. And then, as in your case, too, um, we're big proponents of, obviously, physical therapy and, and uh, sports chiropractic to get your mechanics working better again. Right, so right. we got to look at you as a whole, not just, um, you know, one, one area. But this EPAT um, technology... You know, and I say this with a little bit of modesty, but it's something that it's the best results that I've seen in almost 30 years, actually. That's so awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so it's a great, great modality. I, frankly, I wish we would have gotten it sooner. I bet. Seriously. I mm-hmm. bet. I mm-hmm. bet, but that's kind of life, right? And that's life, yeah. You have it moving forward. Better it's late only than never. Get better, better late than never. Yep. Um, so if people are interested, what are they? Yep. what's the process? What would you recommend they do? Well, real simple. You can come in for a consultation. We, we try to... Um, you know, under promise and over deliver kind of thing. And in a case such as yours, hey, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Um, people can just call our office at 926-4600. Our website is veilmed.com. And you can come in for a consultation to see if it's right for you. Um, there's only a handful of contraindications. There's really no downtime for it. Um, it's it's really yeah exactly yeah. so that's another beautiful thing about that but again really really good for kind of chronic tendon problems um, some of the local uh, medical communities found out that we've we've got this technology here and I to my knowledge we're the only one in in, in the Vale and Edwards and Avon area that has this and um, they've already been referring patients as well it's just an adjunct again it doesn't stop you from doing your traditional therapy sure. and right. things like that but um, like I said it's uh, really easy to do we come in for consultation. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good to see you. You too. Thanks, All Mark. right. Vale Integrated Medical Group, this location right above the post office in Edwards. Swing by. Say hi to Joel. Say hi to Josh. The crew here is great. And if EPAT isn't what you need, they have plenty of other options to we'll figure get it out. you walking, skiing, fishing, playing golf. Whatever it is you like to do, they'll make it the best. Uh, we have more Good Morning Vale, our Tuesday edition coming up. We'll be right back with more of the show. It's that time of the morning where we're going to introduce you to our scoreboard segment where we're going to give you so many wonderful updates about what's taking place here in our community and especially amongst our local athletes. So you can tune in to get your scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Not only will you see it in the 7 o'clock hour, but you can see it again in the 8 o'clock hour. So let's take a look at what's going on with the scoreboard. Welcome to the scoreboard. I'm Ben Roof, here to tell you about our Valley's fantastic local sports. We highlight this week's Game of the Week, as well as check in with the Eagle Valley boys lacrosse team about their game with their big rival, Summit. But first, we follow up with last week's Game of the Week and the Vail Mountain School girls soccer team who beat Aspen for nothing. We caught up with a couple of the girls after the game. Let's take a listen. Hello everyone, we are here at the Vail Mountain School where the Vail Mountain School girls soccer team just beat Aspen in a very decisive victory. I have three of their players here. Do you guys mind going down the line saying your name and what grade you're in? Yeah, um, I'm Avery Schaffler and I'm a senior. I'm Sylvan Rice and I'm a freshman. I'm Sydney Smith and I'm a junior. And uh, could you just tell our audience what the final score of the game was? Uh, four to zero. Nice. And how many goals did either any of you guys get any goals today? Um, I did, and I had a PK. Nice. A very exciting victory. What do you think was your biggest strength in this game that allowed you to pull ahead so hard? Um, communication and our coordination to find the outside of the field. Yeah, we played really well as a team and tried to, like, connect passes. Now, you guys played Roaring Fork earlier in the week. You beat them 2-0. Do you think that they were harder or Aspen was harder today? Um, I think Aspen probably was. That was our first game together, so we need a little work, but we really brought it to this game. Oh, absolutely. It was a great game. You guys looked just dominant out there. Now, if you could think of any weaknesses in your game that you're looking to improve for before next game, what would one of them be? Um, we definitely become a little bit flat in our attacking third of the field, so I think we just need to open up a little bit more and be in a more attacked position. 
I think also just trying to like use the ball instead of having everyone run around the field is a lot easier. Um, I think giving one twos is a lot easier to get around the defenders. Awesome. And sort of looking at the season as a whole, how do you feel you guys stack up to the rest of your league? I would say we, I don't know, we would stack up pretty well. Yeah, I think we would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys were looking extremely good out there, and Aspen is no slouch of a team, so I have no doubt that you guys are probably up at the top of your league up there. Um, what are your main goals for the season overall, uh, accomplishment-wise? Um, probably to develop a team that can work off each other and communicate super easily. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And do you guys know when your next game is? Next week on Tuesday, we play Steamboat at Steamboat. Ooh, mm-hmm. That's going to be a long drive. It's cold over there, too, but <laughs> so stay warm. Uh, what do you think your biggest challenge is playing uh, this early in the uh, spring? Snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun coming here and seeing the berms 10 feet high, that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, well, congratulations again on the great win, ladies. You all played great, and I can't wait to see how the rest of your season goes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Vail Mountain School girls soccer team wasn't the only soccer team that performed great over the weekend. On Saturday, Battle Mountain played Grand Junction. They won that game 4-0 with such dominant performances in their first three games. I have no doubt that the Huskies are going to be at the top of their league. Congratulations, girls. Now, let's take a look at lacrosse. The Devils boys lacrosse team started off a bit slow in their game this past Friday against Summit at Eagle Valley. After the half, though, they came back strong, almost tying it up. Unfortunately, the game had to end a little bit early as one of the Eagle Valley players was injured. We here at the scoreboard wish him a full and speedy recovery. The final score of that game ended up being 8-5. to five. Looking forward into the rest of this week, the game we are most excited about is the Eagle Valley Devils baseball team facing off against the Steamboat Springs Sailors. Both of those teams are quite strong this season, and that mountain rivalry always manages to add a little extra level of intensity. Hopefully, you guys can join us there this Saturday at 11 a.m. at the Eagle County Fairgrounds. That's all the time we have for today's update. Hopefully, you can catch us next time here on The Scoreboard. Hey everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Uh, that was a great interview I had with Dr. Joel from Vale Integrative Medical Group. And I'll tell you right now, once again, that shockwave stuff changed my world. Check it out if you have any issues anywhere in your body. Here's a look at the Eagle River just next to a river walk in Edwards. This spot right here is a spectacular spot to go and do a little fly fishing, which maybe I'll do one of these days right here. Let's take a look at your weather. Sunshine is out first thing this morning for your Tuesday morning. Uh, we did see some snowfall last night. Like Maddie told you, Vale and Beaver Creek both got some snow and then uh, some sunshine today. Vale 
surpassed, well, it didn't quite surpassed, the 300-inch mark, but that'll happen over the next few days. We have another uh, snowstorm making its way into Colorado from the southwest as we speak. More snow coming our way this afternoon. Winter weather advisory in effect until Wednesday night, tomorrow night at midnight, early Thursday morning. And uh, we should see some more significant snowfall out of this storm. The first storm that just passed was kind of a predecessor, a teaser for what's coming our way. As we look at your forecast, once again, you saw the first, the first weather map was uh, today for Vail, 39 for a high. We're going to see temperatures starting in the 20s, getting into the mid-30s by mid-afternoon. Denver temperatures nice and sunny today with a high of about 61 there along the front range and sunshine. And then for Vail, 39, Avon, 39, Eagle, 41. Tonight's low temperature will be about 24 degrees uh, about a 50% chance of snow once again with that sun setting at 720. Now, as that five-day forecast appears for you, 80% chance of snow showers coming our way on Wednesday with a high of 42 degrees. So probably some of that snow will be some, uh, some rain at the lower elevations. For Thursday, 20% chance of some snow, 36 degrees for the high. We might see a little sunshine that day. For Friday, 60% chance of some afternoon snow showers. We might see a little bit of sunshine in the morning with a high of 34 for Friday. Saturday, 29, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of some moisture. And then for Sunday, 30 degrees. Afternoon snow showers possible once again with 50% chance. Maybe a little bit of sunshine in the morning on that day also. Uh, this weather report has been brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports. Uh, they're located right there in the heart of Avon. They can cover all your adventures for the entire family every day of the year. So swing by and take a look and see what they have to offer. You will not leave empty-handed, I promise you that. Uh, we're going to take it back to Maddie in the studio right now. Today's going to be one of those days, Maddie, where we're going to see that sunshine first thing and then some cloud cover and some uh, low light. So you want to make sure that uh, everybody's adjusting their goggle lens selection accordingly. This is our Lens of the Day segment with Maddie coming up next. Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. Thanks so much, Mark, for all that great information. You're correct. We are going to see that sunshine first thing this morning. So you're going to want that darker lens in there, protecting your eyes from those harsh UV rays. Now, I have the Smith 4D Mag S because this is the smaller of the two frames. All you have to do is get that goggle lens close, and then you'll just snap those little levers closed. Once you do so, that goggle lens is not going anywhere. So you're going to want to start your day with this darker goggle lens. Then you're going to snap this one out as those clouds start to roll in. Put this lighter lens in, allowing more light in so that it's easier for you to see so that you can ski out there. First thing this morning, now if you are interested in a new pair of goggles, this is a great pair because they call it the 4D Mag due to the fact that it has this nice curve at the bottom of the goggle lens right now, which allows you to have 25% more of a bird's eye view peripheral vision while you're out there enjoying the mountains. So this is a great goggle if you want to be able to see everything around you. And it comes with the chroma pop technology in the lenses, which is so nice because it really enhances all of those colors, making it so much more convenient for you to have that full definition out there on the slopes. Now, if you're interested in this goggle, you can head over to one of the six eyepiece locations throughout the community and get your hands on a pair of the Smith 4D Mag S goggles. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back from the break, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned.
Hi, this is Maddie Evans and you're watching the TV8 Visitors Bureau right here where I'm standing. We're at the Lion's Head bus stop. Now, if you're looking to make your way from Lion's Head to Vale Village, this is the place you want to be because the in-town bus runs here pretty frequently. You can catch it every 10 to 15 minutes on the dot right here and they've got a nice countdown so that you'll know when that bus is approaching and how far away it is and then there's multiple bus stops along the way making sure you get to the right place and all you have to do to request a bus stop in the in-town buses is pull the cord and you're set to get off the bus. Now that we've made our way here into Vale Village, you can go explore all of the great shops and restaurants that they have over here, but there are so many great stops along the way on the in-town bus route. You can stop at the library, or you can stop at the medical center, or you can stop in Solaris. There are so many of them to stop and enjoy, and especially when the hustle and bustle of the town is taking place. Now, if you did park over in Lion's Head, it's really easy. All you have to do is wait 15 minutes, jump right back on the bus, and we'll deliver you to the parking structure. Thank you so much for watching this edition of the Visitors Bureau. If there's anything else you need to know or if you want to see, make sure you contact us and we'll get it made for you. That's been it for this episode of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We'll see you next time. It's my favorite time of the morning where we get to introduce you to someone who I love so dearly. And throughout all of the years here at TVA, I've had the opportunity to spend some time with not only my father here on the couch and my little brothers, but I've also had the opportunity to talk to my mother about some incredible work that she does to really help save the lives of so many dogs. Now, we had a chance to catch up with her about a bunch of dogs that she was currently in the process of saving. And so before we start this interview, we would like to mention that she has a officially rehomed and rescued all of these dogs, but she's always getting more in that need your help, need your home, and need your love. Now they are starting their Great Pyrenees auction, their Great Pyrenees rescue auction at the beginning of April, and you can find it on Facebook to see all of the wonderful items that they have for you to purchase and bid on and help these dogs. So let's take a look at the interview. I talk about my beautiful dog Beatrice so much and I got her from such an incredible organization, the Great Pyrenees Rescue of Montana and they do such a good job saving these livestock guardian dogs and I'm joined by a very special guest, my mom, Ashley Blackham, to talk about all of the dogs she saved and why it's so important that people make the effort to save these dogs. Good morning, mom. Good morning, darling. How are you? Well, any morning I get to spend hanging out with you is my favorite and so I'm really happy to have you here with me. Same, I'm happy to be here. So let's talk about some of the dogs, only because obviously I got B through you, and B is like my favorite part of life, but you've had some really challenging cases with dogs in really bad circumstances, so let's start with a Miss Mishkalu. <laughs> yeah, so Misha was um, an owner surrender. We ended up having her for over a year. Um, she came in terrified, unsocialized. Typically, the, the dogs that are purchased from um, ranchers or breeders um, are not, the breed isn't really understood, <laughs> right? So they're cute little fluffy white fur balls that turn into giant, opinionated, very smart animals. So they need to be handled in 
you know, a very specific way in order to foster those behaviors and turn them into positive things. And she came in um, really shut down and really terrified. It took us a long time to get her to a place where she was adoptable. And now she has a wonderful home there in Denver. Which is so incredible. And we're going to show some pictures of her because we have the most beautiful pictures of Mish and we're showing them up on the screen here in just a moment and I think that we've actually got a picture of the dog that you have right now which is a wonderful Rocky but Mish had such a crazy story and to see her transform even just from the times that I was getting to be around her to the dog she was when she went to her home was incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah it was and, and it took a long time it was very challenging. Um, the one wonderful thing about this rescue is there's a lot of resources for us as fosters um, to, you know, behaviorist help and veterinary help. And it, like I said, it took over a year to get her to a point where she could actually go to someone's home and be a pet that, you know, was going to thrive. Which we know the challenges. I specifically know the challenges of this breed as Beatrice is the most opinionated, loud right. <laughs> monster, but she is also the most gentle and loving and compassionate soul. Right. And so, I mean, you do. It's like having a child. You have these traits that you're like, wow, we really need to work on this because this isn't what you want to be growing up. But then you have these things that just like melt you and you know more than anyone, that Beatrice is the love of my life. And so you've had some other really great dogs and some other really great cases. And so we're going to show a picture of the dog that you have right now. And this is Rocky. Rocky. He's a giant, gentle, giant puppy. Um, and again, purchased from um, what we believe, purchased from a breeder or a rancher. He does have a real um, kind, gentle, protective personality. Um, but he's terrified of people. Absolutely never been socialized. He bonded with me really quickly. Um, and he bonded with the, my friend Carrie, who pulled him from the shelter very quickly. But he has a potential adopter. And this man has come every single day to spend time with him. And Rocky's still very scared. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's a long process. And it's worth it in the end, obviously, you know, because right. you know, B is, is so wonderful. But um, it's just unfortunate that the, the qualities in these dogs that make them such wonderful guardians also can be detrimental in, in a pet situation. Right. And you guys have had some really scary cases of dogs that aren't owner surrenders. And so now we've got a picture of Bear. And Bear was a crazy case for you guys, especially as he came in in really rough shape. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he had burrs and fish hooks. And we believe his foot was caught in a trap. He ended up, we, we tried a bunch of things, antibiotics and, and a bunch of things that you can see in that picture. He, his foot was wrapped in plastic so he could be out on the snow, but um, he ended up losing only one toe, but um, still it was, it was a long haul for him too. Um, and in his case, he was very social, loved everyone, loved dogs, loved people, but um, his um, tenure here was spent mostly on medical hold. Right, and you guys did such a good job though 
really bringing him back into himself. And you can see even in the picture of him in the snow, he is so happy. He is so handsome. And this is my favorite thing about them as dogs is you give them like a yeah, patch of snow and they turn into a whole other animal. That is so true. It is so true. They love it. And, he, and Bear actually ended up at a wonderful rescue sanctuary um, down in Kanab. That's his home down there. Um, so he's kind of a desert dog now, but it does get cool down there, too. And he can find some snow in those mountains right there in the back. And he looks so happy. The smile that just radiates on these dogs' face. And that's the best part is I feel like you can see their emotions like you would be able to on a human. And so he was a hard case. I remember that one. We talked about him a lot in our family just because it's devastating some of the conditions that these dogs come in. And especially when you guys take them off of the mountain. Now they're hard when their owner surrenders because then they don't have that socialization. They're not trained to take that maybe not great behavior and turn it into a positive reinforcement training. And so then you do have to work really hard with them. And we know from my experience of adopting a seven month old Beatrice who came off of a mountain, she was a right. monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, and the, the, the monster behavior is always there, right? You, it's, it's a constant battle of, of keeping up on the training and Right. And the good reinforcement and the, yeah, that's, that's, thanks for protecting us, but that's enough kind of thing. That's a butterfly. Um, it's not going to hurt us. Thanks, Beatrice. Right, right, right. Um, gosh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to, oh, that's blue. Um, so that puppy was found on the mountain as well. And I don't know if you can see in the picture, but his, do you see how enlarged his joints are? Mm -hmm. His, his, um, he ended up being okay, but we thought for sure that he had some some growth issue. Um, so he was only with me for, for a very short time. He went right to a medical um, foster up by our mothership in Montana where the, um, the vets had specialized in that particular, I think it's, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's where these giant breeds bones grow really fast. Um, and and they have to do some special things to, to slow that down. Um, but he ended up okay, and he's in a foster home. That's Toss the Boss Dog. And he's got um, a big, beautiful head. And so these dogs vary. They're not all just 100% Great Pyrenees. Some of them have right. a little bit of Akbosh in them. Some of them have Malinois in them. And so you guys take dogs of many breeds, but primarily these livestock guardian dogs that unfortunately are just so continuously mistreated for kind of their role as a livestock guardian dog. Right. And as we were talking, you and I, um, this morning, this time of year, the sheep have all come off the mountain. So those livestock guardian dogs that didn't follow the sheep or didn't get in the, the traps that were set by the ranchers to bring them down are stuck up there. Um, and they get hungry and they start coming down looking for food. You know, we find them on the freeways, lots of times hit by cars out in very rural parts, <clears throat> excuse me, of Utah and of um, Wyoming, Montana, mostly Utah and Wyoming, though. Um, and uh, the sheep herders don't have an effective way to keep count of what goes up and what comes down or to keep count of how many of the females may have puppies. So we end up not only with the owner surrenders, <clears throat> excuse me, but the, um, the dogs that just wander down on their own. Um, and those are the really sad cases. 
Those are the hard cases, and those are the ones that need the most attention and the most work. And so you guys are working on a coalition to make ranchers more responsible for their pets. But the only thing I have to say is the dog that we are showing now is mine. <laughs> and I love her the most. And if someone would not have left her in the terrible condition that you guys found her in, I would not have my soulmate. And I can't even tell you how much these dogs can save people's lives. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty special. And, and really, um, for me, B was the first time I had really seen that incredibly protective instinct. Um, she on the yard was the peacekeeper and she would protect Murphy from bigger dogs and, and would surround the little dogs and keep the big dogs away. And, and when I first saw it, I was like, what is she doing? And, and then realized that that's what they do. They protect little things. And it's so cool that the innate um, personality and innate behaviors that they have is why they make great guardian dogs and why they do make also great pets and great family dogs. I 100% agree. B protects me from everything in the world, like butterflies, squirrels, you name mm -hmm. it. I'm safe. <laughs> but if people are interested in learning more about the coalition and maybe participating, either fostering or donating, what's the best resource for them to use? Um, well, Great Pyrenees Rescue Montana is who we foster for. Um, but I have to be honest, and, and I would be remiss if I didn't say this, that every single rescue is desperate for fosters right now i mean it's like the perfect storm um of of overcrowding in the shelters you know rents high foods high people are giving up their dogs of all breeds it just in droves we are desperate for fosters um because peers are different right they're big and and they shed and and you have to have a certain type of fencing and and so we obviously always need fosters, but as you know, Maddie, we fostered all kinds of dogs. Before I went to work for Great Pyrenees Rescue Montana, we fostered tons of chihuahuas, um, pit bulls, uh, all different breeds, and every rescue right now is desperate. We have shelters here in Utah that are at 200% capacity and are supposed to be no-kill shelters, and they're having to euthanize just for space. And typically we get a huge influx during the holidays anyway. You know, people are buying puppies for their family. So sorry, old dog has to go, you know, making room for new dog. And um, it, uh, that would be my biggest wish is that more people would just be aware that fostering saves lives. And it, yes, it's hard and, and we've cried when they go home. But if it weren't for us, a lot of those dogs would be dead. Yeah, I will never forget Buddy. That was like one of our very first fosters right. <laughs> who to this day has my heartstrings and he was a little old man. And so I love that you do this, Mom, and I love that you put in all of these efforts to save these dogs. Now, the coalition part is one of the big aspects, especially because you guys are helping keep ranchers responsible. So if people want more information on that, can they find it on your website? Um, they sure can, yeah. It's Coalition for Livestock Guardian Dogs, and it is the link to it is on our website. And then, of course, if people would like to get their hands on any dog, they can always check out their local rescues because there's a lot here and there. But if people are interested in maybe owning one of these gentle giants that we know and love so deeply, what's the best way for them to maybe meet one? Um, so the, the first 
um, step in the process would be to go, go to our website and fill out the application. Um, obviously, we save these dogs from really bad situations, and we want to make sure that we put them into a really great situation. So the application is sort of lengthy and wordy, and I know it, it gets frustrating for people, but um, in order to be safe with our dogs and to do our diligence, we um, we have to go through that. And um, so that is the first step in the process. Once that's filled out and you're an approved uh, either foster or adopter, then we will um, connect you with the dog's fosters. We have a lot of dogs that are centrally located at our kennel in Montana. Um, and they, I mean, you could go see a bunch up there, but we have fosters here in Utah. We have some in Idaho. We have some in Wyoming, um, southwestern Wyoming, close to Utah. Um, so that we have dogs everywhere right now <laughs> waiting for homes, waiting for adopters. Mom, thank you so much for taking the time out of your morning chatting with us. And thank you for saving all of the dogs. And most importantly, of course, thank you for the most precious love of my life, Beatrice. <laughs> And thank you for adopting being it was a good a, dog mom. It was a great learning curve for everyone. We needed to right. do it once somewhere in the family. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Mama Bear. You're a three-time adopter. Time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for taking the time this morning chatting with us and giving us all this great information. Okay, thank you for having me, Maddie. Make sure that if you have the room in your home or in your heart that you adopt a dog or even just open your heart to the possibility of fostering, especially right now as shelters are becoming at 200% capacity. We need you and we need to save the dogs. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more of the show. Good morning and welcome to hour number two of Good Morning Vale. If you're just tuning in, well, thank you for joining us. We love getting to be here each and every morning for you for a full two hours of Good Morning Vale. Now, we've finally made it for, through the first week of the two-hour block of Good Morning Vale, and I have to say it feels amazing to get to be here each and every morning. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans. Mark Sassy is out doing some shenanigans as we were talking about our national holidays earlier, and Mark said today is National Shenanigans Day for him, which which makes a ton of sense and we're going to show you why here in just a little bit. Now some other great national holidays to celebrate today is it is the National Big Bang Day. It is also International Day of Forest and National Hard Shell Taco Day. So Taco Tuesday, Hard Shell Tacos, it goes together all perfectly. We've got another great hour of Good Morning Vale. Not only are we going to do some shenanigans with Mark, but we're going to introduce you to two great nonprofits here in our community. One of them being Mountain Pride with some great 
great ways that you can get involved, show your support, or join a new part of the community that maybe will give you that support that you need right now. We're also going to introduce you to the Education Foundation of Eagle County because they have a really fun event coming up. And if you have not yet bought your tickets, well, we're going to show you why you should do that here in just a little bit. Now, there are a lot of great activities taking place in and around our community for you to get out there and enjoy. So make sure that you check out the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens, that you check out evld.org for the Eagle Valley Library District because they have a full lineup of activities. You can make your way over to Moon Rabbit, which is inside Chasing Rabbits, tonight for a fun night of bingo. And there's just so many wonderful things taking place. Now, if you want to get out and move your body a little bit this evening, well, then you can go participate in the Lunar Snowshoe through Walking Mountain Science Center, which is a great way for you to get out, see that new moon, and just enjoy meeting a bunch of new people and learning a bunch of great things. You do have to go online to register, and it is $35, but it is going to be one of those experiences that you will absolutely fall in love with. Now, we're going to take it over to Mark right now, who's going to give us a look at that local weather forecast and maybe give us a hint into what shenanigans he's doing first thing this morning. Mark? Oh, shenanigans. Hey, everybody. Uh, down here along the Eagle River, sun is out first thing this morning. We're going to talk about that weather in just a little bit. I've got this uh, birthday hat on my head because today is my mom's 80th birthday. And uh, we've got a little tribute coming up to her in just a little bit, so stay tuned. You don't want to go anywhere. But let's talk about your weather for uh, my mom's birthday. My mom's going to see some snow today. My mom's going to see some sunshine first thing this morning. I'm not sure if she's getting going yet, but we're going to check in on her in just a little bit. Um, 24 degrees to start at 8 o'clock, 39 for that high temperature for my mom's birthday. 50% uh, chance of snow coming today, which is uh, March the 21st, my mom's birthday once again. Your hourly forecast, 20s to start, 30s midday. We have sunshine to start, then we have another band of moisture rolling on through. Winter weather advisory in effect until Wednesday night at midnight. So expect to see more snow accumulating and weather shifting dramatically by this afternoon. So this little patch of sunshine, not going to stick around for long. Denver sunny, 61. Vail, 50% chance of moisture with a high of 39. Avon, 39 with a 50% chance. And then 40% chance for some moisture in Eagle with a high of 41. Tonight, low temperature about 24 degrees. Sun setting at 720. Chance of snow, 50% once again. And then for the rest of the week into the weekend, uh, 42 for high on Wednesday with an 80% chance of some moisture. For Thursday, a 20% chance, partly cloudy with a high of 36 in Vail. Friday, 34 degrees for high temperature. Afternoon snow showers, about a 60% chance. 20% chance for some moisture coming our way on Saturday with a high in Vail of 29, definitely a little bit cooler there. And then 30 for Sunday with a 50% chance. So. More moisture is on the way, everybody, for uh, today, my mom's birthday. Um, and just a little bit here, we're going to take it back to the studio and check in with Maddie. Actually, let's check in with her right now. If you didn't get a chance to hear that resort report, let's see where we're at for our snowpack for the year, how much snow we have coming our way, and how the conditions are on Vail and Beaver Creek. This is our resort report with Maddie coming up in the studio. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. 
I'm gonna say it's safe to say that it's Mark's mom's birthday first thing this morning because we're all really excited for all the shenanigans that he's up to. But let's take a look at what's happening on the resorts right now as we take a look at Beaver Creek Mountain. Four inches of new snow in the last 24 and 48 hours, bringing that season total to 282 inches for today. Now we are seeing that 58 inch base depth, which is gonna help us with our spring skiing conditions. Now 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. is what you can get out there and enjoy the mountain for so a long day of enjoying the skiing and riding up on Beaver Creek. 25 lifts are open, 163 trails are open, 98% of the train is currently open up on Beaver Creek Mountain. Now as we make our way over to Vail, three new inches of snow in the last 24 and 48 hours, bringing that season total to 300 inches, which this is what I've been waiting for for like two weeks. We're ecstatic about it. Congratulations, Vail. With a 74-inch base depth, now you can start your morning at 8.30 a.m. You can end your day at 4 p.m. up on Vail Mountain. 33 lifts are open, 275 trails are open, and 100% of the train is open up on Vail Mountain right now. So if you're getting up to ski or ride on either Beaver Creek or Vail, it's going to be a great day to do so. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this resort report first thing this morning. If you need anything, ski, snowboard, or maybe just outdoor related, they're your one-stop shop and they're located right here in the heart of Avon. Now we're going to take a short break and when we come back. We're going to continue Mark's mom's birthday celebration, so stay tuned. Good morning, Bill. All right, y'all, we're up here at uh, my mom's apartment. We're going to walk to the door right now. She's probably tuning in. Let's see what happens right now. Stay tuned. Dun, 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 dun. Here comes Mom, you're live on TV. You're Just you're live on TV right I'm now. Live you're live on TV right now. You're not on there. Hang up the phone. Say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mom, put your little thing on. Oh Jesus! This is my mom, everybody. Everybody's <laughs> watching you right now. Here. Where, where do you put that? That's good. That'll work, Mom. Yes. Happy birthday. Mm, uh, my favorite son. Happy birthday to you. Oh, isn't Happy he wonderful? To you. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> gosh. 80 years old. Holy cannoli. Oh, my God, right? Yes. March, what, 1943? Yeah, 1943. That's 80 times around the sun, Ma. I know. You told me that already. Good job on the 80. Yeah. Did you know this was happening? I didn't know this was happening. No. You know. <laughs> Damn him. I talked to her on the phone this morning and I said, uh, hey, Ma, I got a little slideshow coming up on TV8 here in a little bit, so maybe you want to tune in. She thought I was going to bring some photos up. You obviously didn't get it up on your TV I've as usual. I've been playing with it. I don't know why. But you I'm... got people calling you, right? Already? Yeah. The phone's ringing? Yeah. Yeah. That's what are you good. going to do today on your 80th birthday? Little as possible. Just party tonight. <laughs> yes. We've got a big dinner party happening over at Zeno's Restaurant, so if you want to come over and... And Pat, the shark, her nickname is the shark. She goes by shark. Her name's Charlene, right? Yeah. What do you want to tell everybody about your 80 years so My far? God. How's it been for you? I, I don't know. I can't really. Uh, it, it's been great, I'm sure. And I'm in good shape. So You are there. in good shape. Yes. You didn't get to ski this winter because you had a slight injury early on. Yeah. In December. But we'll make up for that maybe next yeah. year, right? Yes. 
Yes, we will. We got dad. Dad's sleeping in the other room right now. We're not going to go wake him up. That wouldn't no. be fair. But I was kind of hoping that I was going to charge in here and come in and find you in your bed. And that's why my sister, your daughter, Jess, got you new pajamas so you'd look nice. <laughs> that's why it all happened. <laughs> I had not a clue. No, not a clue. Oh, God not a bless clue. you, No, Mom. I got up early this morning. So oh, you were excited. Well, I've. Yeah, I guess. You having your coffee and everything? Yeah. Place looks clean. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice. Um, so my folks moved out here last June uh, just to be out in the mountains, to be closer to family, and it's been a blessing having you guys around. Um, um, yeah. You know, I wish I could be here more, but we're all busy, but I get to see you guys usually daily or every couple of days and talk yeah. to you five times a day anyways. No, you don't. Well, No, I don't demand that, do uh, I? You don't. No. No. <laughs> uh, and just so you know, uh, we sent this uh, link out to all your relatives. You did to tune in and watch. So hopefully, there are some of those that crew, Jethro, and maybe Nancy and Laura and Jim Heben well, and Tara. Maybe they're all watching right now. If you want to say anything to everybody back home, wow, <laughs> you're all getting your turn. <laughs> There's three of us in the family that are 80 already. <laughs> Anyways, that's my mom. Today's her yes. birthday. Um, Let's shoot for 80 more, okay? Oh, I don't think so. No, I, don't I don't think, think so I can handle it. Let's keep it. going, though. You're awesome. Let's keep it up. You've been yep. the best ever. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mom. <laughs> hey, we're you. right back Thank with more you. Good Morning Vale. Maddie's got some great nonprofit interviews coming up in the studio. I'm going to grab a cup of coffee with my mom for her birthday. We'll be right back. Good morning, If you're traveling along those roads today, it's really important that you stay nice and safe out there, and especially because we did see some precipitation last night, but we're also in this freeze-thaw cycle that we talk about. Those temperatures are warming up throughout the course of the day, melting that new snowfall or melting some of the old snowfall, and then as it seeps down into the roads, it is freezing overnight, making those roads really icy out there. So it's important that you give yourself that extra travel time, that you slow down, that you're keeping yourself and everyone else around you safe. Now, we've got some great Great tools and resources around our community to keep you in the know and especially as you are hitting those roadways. So if you are traveling along that I-70 corridor, you can go to co.gov. That way you can see exactly what's going on on those roadways or you can go to cotrip.org to take a look at those maps and also those cameras that are going to kind of guide you through that I-70 corridor. Now if you're looking a little bit closer to home and you want to know what's happening, you can always sign up for EC Alerts which are going to go directly to your phone. You can see everything. Now we're taking a look at the I-70 corridor right now. You can see those roads are definitely a little bit moist out there. So it is important that you've got some great things prepared in your car, especially for the road conditions that we're currently seeing. You want to make sure that your windshield wiper fluid is good, topped off nice and full, and you want to make sure that your windshield wipers are in good condition to help you keep your windshields clean. That way you can see out there so you can drive out there. Now, as we are making our way along this I-70 corridor, up over Vail Pass for any reason, especially because there's so much good skiing around us, it's really important that you know that the traction law is still in effect over Vail Pass right now, which means that if your tires do not have the tread that they need during the winter season and you maybe slip off the road, well, then it is your, you are at fault, basically, for that. So just make sure that you're staying nice and safe out there, that your car is in great condition, to 
keep you safe, to keep everyone else around you safe, and always take a look at these roadways. We've got all these great resources here for you to be able to see what's taking place on the road. You can see that cars are traveling pretty quickly, so that means that the plows have been out, they've put down the cinder, that way everyone is nice and safe out there. One more time, you can check out EC Alerts, that way they come directly to your phone, that way you always know what's happening in our community. Last Wednesday, we had a rock slide, an avalanche, and a hazmat spill on the I-70 corridor, so it's important that you just know before you go, that way you're nice and safe and everyone else around you is safe. All right, we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. All right, everybody, welcome back to my mom and dad's apartment. We just celebrated her birthday. It's going to be a great day for her birthday, sunshine. To start, we did see some snow last night. I think Vail picked up another three inches, making their total season to date 300 inches. Beaver Creek not far off that record also. Uh, we are going to see another system roll into Eagle County here earlier this afternoon. So the sunshine shall be replaced with some cloud cover sooner than you think, everyone. Um, so this is a nice little treat, a little bit of sunshine before the next band of moisture rolls in. Winter weather advisory in effect until uh, midnight tomorrow night. Your weather today, we're going to see a high temperature in Vail, about 39 degrees with some cloud cover, chance for snow 50%. Um, if you look at the hourly forecast, you can see temperatures mid-30s, midday, cloud cover, snow showers in the afternoon. Denver 61 and sunny today. For Vail, 39, 50% chance of some moisture. Avon, 39 with a 50%. And then Eagle, 41 degrees for a high with a 40% chance. A little bit of sunshine down there also to start. 24 degrees tonight for that low temperature. Sun setting at 720. Chance of snow about 50%. Once again, as the next system rolls on through. And then Wednesday, we have an 80% chance of snow showers with a high of 42 in Vail. 20% chance for Thursday with a high of 36, partly cloudy skies. Afternoon snow showers on Friday with a high of 34. So we'll see a little bit of sunshine possibly in the morning. For Saturday, 29 degrees, partly cloudy skies, 20% chance of some moisture. And then Sunday, 30 degrees. Afternoon snow showers, once again, a 50% chance. So we're not out of the woods yet, everybody. We got some more snow on the way, uh, but enjoy that sunshine first thing. Go make some turns. Some fresh powder up on the hill. Then tomorrow and Thursday, once again, should be uh, first tracks kind of powder days. That's a look at your weather brought to you once again by Sun and Ski. Uh, I want to introduce everybody to uh, a program that used to stand alone on TV. It's called The Scoreboard. It's all about local high school sports. And um, two guys that work their tails off to pull it off, do a great job keeping you up to date on everything high school around Eagle County. We've, new, we've moved the uh, programming into Good Morning Vale's two-hour show every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Let's take a look at our most recent edition of Scoreboard. Welcome to the Scoreboard. I'm Ben Roof, here to tell you about our Valley's fantastic local sports. We highlight this week's Game of the Week, as well as check in with the Eagle Valley boys lacrosse team about their game with their big rival, Summit. But first, we follow up with last week's Game of the Week and the Vail Mountain School girls' soccer team who beat Aspen for nothing. We caught up with a couple of the girls after the game. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. We are here at the Vail Mountain School where the Vail Mountain School girls' soccer team just beat 
Aspen in a very decisive victory. I have three of their players here. Do you guys mind going down the line saying your name and what grade you're in? Yeah, um, I'm Avery Schaffler and I'm a senior. I'm Sylvan Rice and I'm a freshman. I'm Sydney Smith and I'm a junior. And uh, could you just tell our audience what the final score of the game was? Uh, four to zero. Nice. And how many goals did either any of you guys get any goals today? Um, I did and I had a PK. Nice. A very exciting victory. What do you think was your biggest strength in this game that allowed you to pull ahead so hard? Um, communication and our coordination to find the outside of the field. Yeah, we played really well as a team and tried to like connect passes. Now, you guys played Roaring Fork earlier in the week. You beat them 2-0. Do you think that they were harder or Aspen was harder today? Um, I think Aspen probably was. That was our first game together, so we need a little work, but we really brought it to this game. Oh, absolutely. It was a great game. You guys looked just dominant out there. Now, if you could think of any weaknesses in your game that you're looking to improve for before the next game, what would one of them be for? Um, we definitely become a little bit flat in our attacking third of the field, so I think we just need to open up a little bit more and be in a more attacked position. I think also just trying to like use the ball instead of having everyone run around the field is a lot easier. Um, I think giving one-twos is a lot easier to get around the defenders. Awesome. And sort of looking at the season as a whole, how do you feel you guys stack up to the rest of your league? I would say we, I don't know, we would stack up pretty well. Yeah, I think we would. Yeah. 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 You guys were looking extremely good out there, and Aspen is no slouch of a team, so <laughs> I have no doubt that you guys are probably up at the top of your league up there. Um, what are your main goals for the season overall, uh, accomplishment-wise? Um, probably to develop a team that can work off each other and communicate super easily. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And... Do you guys know when your next game is? Next week on Tuesday, we play Steamboat at Steamboat. Ooh, mm-hmm. That's going to be a long drive. It's cold over there, too, but <laughs> so stay warm. Uh, what do you think your biggest challenge is playing uh, this early in the uh, spring? Snow. <laughs> it's always fun coming here and seeing the berms 10 feet high, that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, well, congratulations again on the great win, ladies. You all played great, and I can't wait to see how the rest of your season goes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Vail Mountain School girls soccer team wasn't the only soccer team that performed great over the weekend. On Saturday, Battle Mountain played Grand Junction. They won that game 4-0 with such dominant performances in their first three games. I have no doubt that the Huskies are going to be at the top of their league. Congratulations, girls. Now, let's take a look at lacrosse. The Devils boys lacrosse team started off a bit slow in their game this past Friday against Summit at Eagle Valley. After the half, though, they came back strong, almost tying it up. Unfortunately, the game had to end a little bit early as one of the Eagle Valley players was injured. We here at the scoreboard wish him a full and speedy recovery. The final score of that game ended up being 8-5. Looking forward into the rest of this week, the game we are most excited about is the Eagle Valley Devils baseball team facing off against the Steamboat Springs Sailors. Both of those teams are quite strong this season, and that mountain rivalry always manages to add a little extra level of intensity. Hopefully, you guys can join us there this Saturday at 11 a.m. at the Eagle County Fairgrounds. That's all the time we have for today's update. 
Hopefully you can catch us next time here on The Scoreboard. There are so many great ways to get involved in our community, and one of them is just participating in some of the fun fundraisers that we have. And my personal favorite each and every year is Project Funway, which is put on by the Education Foundation of Eagle County, or EFEC. And we've got Wendy joining me. Thank you so much for being here this my morning. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, I love this one so much only because I get to be involved and you guys just like make me feel so loved and special even just in my short little involvement so thank you. Oh we love having you at the show. You are one of the best MCs that we've ever had. It's absolutely so much more fun with you there. It is a ton of fun just to be there because this is the first time I've experienced it in person was last year and I had known about it my entire upbringing of being a child of Eagle County <laughs> but last year I got to go and see all of the incredible costumes and designs and everything and it is so fascinating what people can come up with. It's, it is incredible. So for those of you who don't know, Project Funway is a fabricless fashion show where all of the designs are made of anything but fabric. So um, what people put together and pull out of the recycling, pull out of the trash, pull out of their imagination is beyond, beyond belief. Which is one of the coolest parts because last year we had a woman who won and she made her gown out of diapers. Diapers. And the way that dress moved on the runway and how it looked and how it felt, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, and the coolest part is I feel like so many people get to express themselves through this event, so people come from all over, all different age divisions, and they just like get to be themselves in these incredible creations that they've brought to life. It's, it's, it is so much fun. We have about a thousand people at Dobson Arena and uh, three categories of design, 12 and under youth, then 13 to 18 teens, and an adult division which last year was so much fun, but this all goes to EFEC. So for people who don't know what EFEC is, obviously it's the Education Foundation of Eagle County because yes. we had already said that, but <laughs> what do you guys do here for our community? Because you make a whole difference in a very large scale. Oh, thank you so much. So the Education Foundation of Eagle County is the number one teacher retention effort in our community. And if anyone knows what's going on in the state of Colorado um, and, and really our nation, there is a huge reduction in the teacher wor workforce, mostly because of teacher pay. And um, I would say that we're even in a crisis, uh, especially in Eagle County where housing is really difficult, where cost of living is expensive. Um, finding teachers to fill positions at our local public schools is incredibly difficult. And so for the teachers that are here and are educating our kids, it is our effort to keep them and let them know how important they are, how loved they are, um, and what a difference they're making for all of our community. But you guys have done such a good job because I know so many of the teachers that are still in our school systems now. I'm going to just give a huge shout out to Tracy Tart. Yay! Because <laughs> she is one of my middle school teachers and I love her. Ennis Isom is also one of my yes. middle school teachers. They're still here. They're still doing a great job and they are 
literally teachers that changed my life for the better. Like I still talk about them to this day, even though we're all here in the same community and sometimes we run into each other at like the grocery store. They really did make a whole difference in my life and they are so incredible. And because of people like you, we get to keep them in our community and we get to keep them as such great resources for our youth, which I think is so amazing. It's, we're, we are incredibly lucky, incredibly lucky, yes. And they've been bringing Project Funway into the schools. We've had an incredible explosion this year. A ton of teachers have picked up Project Funway as a curriculum, and we've had in-school fashion shows, in-school design classes, and, and they're incredible. Um, what it brings, I think, to these kids to have the opportunity to be creative in a way that um, isn't typical has been profound. It, I just, it is amazing to see what can come out of these kids and these adults. Now, we have them up on the screen right now. There's one very sassy little human up there, and his name is Gio, and Gio runs the <laughs> runway every year. There's, like, a known fact for it. Absolutely. We cannot wait to see what Gio brings to the runway this year. <laughs> it will be mind-blowing, no doubt. No 100%. Doubt. And so, unfortunately, people have missed the deadline to participate in Project Funway to be up on the stage as a designer or as a model, but they can still come participate in all of the fun because Indeed. it is such a fun event. It is so much fun. You can go to projectfunway.org. Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat this morning. <clears throat> you can go to projectfunway.org to volunteer, to buy tickets, to sponsor a table, and, um, and make a donation. Visit our silent auction. It's, we've got fun shows. Everything is fun about Project Funway. <laughs> it's true. It's <clears throat> true because the atmosphere is fun, but then you get to have these really inspirational videos that you guys do such a good job of bringing to life, showing the difference, what having some of these amazing teachers that we're working so hard to keep here in our community, but you, like, you get your heartstrings pulled on while you get to just be giggling at these insane outfits. It's, it is. We've got highs, we've got lows, we've got it all. And then there's great music, and there's a ton of fun, and there's good food if you participate in the buffet. Oh, Red Maple Catering brings their best. The food is spectacular. Yes. I agree. Last year I was in heaven and I was like running around behind stage taking pictures of the full venue because it totally transforms the Dobson Ice Arena. Oh, you wouldn't even know you were in an ice arena. You would feel like you were in a full blown, oh gosh, Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's where I'm going to be this weekend. And so I'm just going to channel my inner Taylor Swift as I approach the stage with you guys next weekend. So people need to buy their tickets because it's April 1st. They do. It's Saturday, April 1st. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. at Dobson Ice Arena. And it's going to be, it's the, it's the event of the valley. If you're not there, you are severely missing out because not only <laughs> is it just a ton of fun, but we have some very special judges as well. Oh, our judges are incredible. We have the legendary Elaine Kelton, uh, Jenna and Joe Browning. We have a new judge this year, Blake Plumley, who's done a ton of land conservation work in the community. I mean, these are people who really, really invest. Amanda Precord is going to be there, and they will be... Oh! I can't forget Mondo Guerra. Yeah. Mondo Guerra. Like, he's coming. He, Mondo right? Guerra is flying in from New York City. He is the real winner of Project Runway. Um, he's a designer. He, he's incredible. He'll be there. He's our 
celebrity judge. It's a lot of fun. And he's been doing this for quite some time with you guys. He has. He was born and raised in Colorado, so Colorado educators are near and dear to his heart. He loves to be here. Which is so incredible, and he has such a cool story. You can still catch his Project Funway episodes, and you should just come and listen to his commentary about the outfits because he is hilarious. He is. He is. And he has such a sharp eye. It's really great to have him on stage. Well, and he, he just like brings that fun energy, which takes it really from this like entertaining event to a full-blown fashion show where you're like someone who knows exactly what they're looking for, exactly what they're looking at is right here to guide us. You said it perfectly. <laughs> I couldn't say it any better. <laughs> I am so excited for this event. Now, this isn't the only way people can get involved with EFFECT. They can spend some time. They can volunteer with you guys. They can participate in some of the other things that you do around the community. So if people are interested in getting involved and maybe just volunteering a little bit, how can they do so? So if you go to EFFECT.org, you'll find all of our information there. And it's just at the click of a button, and we'll, we'll be connected. And it's that simple. And it's that simple. Not only are you making a difference in the teachers' lives, but by making a difference in these teachers' lives, you're making a difference in so many students' lives. Now, my favorite thing is to follow you guys on social media because there's always <laughs> such positive posts. You can see these teachers whose faces are illuminated with these little grants that you guys are giving them and the support that you're showing them here in our community. Oh, thank you for saying that. We... we um, our effort is to increase net happiness, so. You guys do such a good job. You guys increase my net happiness, and I'm not a teacher and or a student anymore, but I really love EFEC. Thank you. Wendy, thank you so much for coming in and giving us all this great information. Can't wait to see you on April 1st. I cannot wait to see you on April 1st either. So one more time, where can people buy their tickets? Projectfunway.org. Thank you for being here bright and early yep. this morning. <laughs> Thanks. Make sure that you check out projectfunway.org. You buy your tickets because it's a ton of fun. You're not going to want to miss out on this event. And the outfits are spectacular. Not only everyone who's going to be on stage, the judges come dressed to the nines. Us MCs come dressed to the nines. It's just a ton of fun to see everyone. And it's like a big group hug because you get to know and see everyone that you love here in our community. So make sure that you buy your tickets. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, We've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, we all know that it's really important to stay in shape, and especially as we're starting to maybe slowly transition from ski season to bike season. And a great way to do that is you have access to fitness right there on your phone if you have an iPhone. And so we're going to introduce you to Apple Fitness Plus right now. If one of your New Year's resolution is to stay fit and stay motivated to continue to stay fit, well then Apple Fitness Plus has you covered and we've got their great team joining us to give us some more information. So let me introduce you to Jules, Emily, and Bakari. Thank you so much for meeting us. Hello, thank you for Good having morning. us. Now, as people are getting motivated for the new year to stay fit and to stay active, Apple Fitness Plus has some really big announcements. Jules, can you give us some more information on what people are looking forward to? Absolutely. We are so excited to be coming to you from the Apple Fitness Plus studio in Santa Monica. 
Apple Fitness Plus was built to be the most inclusive and welcoming fitness and wellness service in the world. Everyone's invited to the party, no matter where you're at on your fitness journey. We've got 12 workout types and meditation. We've got the best playlists from Apple Music and of course a world-class trainer team to keep you motivated. And we've had some really exciting announcements to kick off the year. We've brought kickboxing to the service as a new workout type. We have a new artist spotlight featuring all music from Beyonce. We've got meditations for sleep. And if you're someone who likes to get out and go for a walk, our audio walking experience, Time to Walk, the guest is Jamie Lee Curtis. And there's so much more to explore. We just can't wait to help people get more active and take care of their overall well-being this year. Now, you've got two wonderful fitness trainers with you right now, Apple Plus fitness trainers with you right now. And so if people want some more tips on how they can stay active and stay motivated, Emily, can you kick us off with some of your great tips? Absolutely. I know we both have tips, uh, but I will go first. Fitness Plus is about getting uh, fit, but it's also about being healthy and feeling good. So my best piece of advice for anyone getting back into fitness or just starting off is to start simple and stay consistent with it. We have workouts from five minutes to 45 minutes. So you can fit it into your busy schedule. You can take on a longer workout if you do have the time, or you can even stack workouts and meditations if you're feeling adventurous. <laughs> And my tip this year to stay active is music, to lean into music. It is everything when you're working out. And at Fitness Plus, there's all different types of music as well as playlists for each workout. There's Pure Dance, which is my favorite, hip hop, R&B, throwback hits, Latin grooves. So there's definitely something for everyone. As Jules mentioned, we have Artist Spotlight workouts. I just led a hit workout that's all music by Beyonce. Was in it. <laughs> Emily was in it. <laughs> Yo, when Alien Superstar comes on, we are all in. I love that only because I love Beyonce so that sounds like a ton yeah. of fun. Now we're talking about getting people motivated as well. There are some great ways to help people get started and stay motivated. Now can you give us some more information on how that's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, one way to stay motivated is to try something new. And there are so many workouts to try and trainers to meet in Fitness Plus. You can think about it like going on a fun adventure. And that can keep you motivated. And you might also find your next favorite workout type. Um, another way to stay motivated is to be a beginner. I mean, no matter if you work out every day, everyone can be a beginner at something. And that can be really inspiring. I know uh, Bakari's been having this experience recently. <laughs> That is so true. One thing that is really special about Fitness Plus is that we as trainers support each other and are in each other's workouts. So we are right there learning something new, but we're always showing modifications, even if you are trying something new for the first time. So I've been in our new kickboxing workouts and it, that is a newer workout type for me. So I am right there branching out with you and trying something new this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which, as a diehard skier and being here in the mountains, I think that this could be my new favorite thing because I definitely should branch out from just skiing. Now, all of this sounds so amazing. Do I need an Apple Watch to participate in Fitness Plus? You can definitely use your Apple Watch to take your Fitness Plus workouts to the next level with metrics on the screen and personalization. But we've been so excited to make Fitness Plus available to anyone who has an iPhone. So you can use it on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your Apple TV. You find it on your iPhone right there in the Fitness app. I love using my Apple Watch, but the best part about Fitness Plus being available to anyone with a phone is that if you do have a friend or a family member that doesn't wear a watch, they can still join in on the fun. That's right. 
which I think the fun should be shared with the entire family. Now, it's not only important to stay ment or physically fit, but stepping in and getting mentally fit as yeah. well. And that's really kind of intimidating to get started. Now, you guys have some great ways on how people can do that right now. I mean, most people know that uh, meditation is a great way to relieve the stress and anxiety that we all face every day. And Fitness Plus has meditation. It's so popular. We have themes like calm and focus, kindness and gratitude. And we recently worked with the health team at Apple to create meditations for sleep. Um, they are really, really so enjoyable. And we have a program to kick that off too, to help you get started, to learn meditation techniques that help you unwind at the end of the day and um, hopefully fall asleep more easily. Now, if people are interested in participating in all of the fun that Apple Fitness Plus has to offer, where can they find it on their phones? Right there on your iPhone in the fitness app. Apple Fitness Plus is that center tab. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to chat with us. I cannot wait to start taking some of your workout classes right here on my cell phone. That is so great to hear. And we have an entire team at Apple Fitness Plus to help you reach your fitness and wellness goals this year. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure that you check out your own phone. That way you can participate in all of the Apple Fitness Plus fun into the new year. It's not only going to help you stay active, it's going to help you stay motivated, and it's going to help you stay mindful. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back from the break, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take a look at that local weather forecast. Okay. First thing this morning, those temperatures a little bit cooler, 24 degrees around 8 a.m., a high of 39, 50% chance of snowfall. Now we are in that winter storm watch until tomorrow evening, so just be prepared for that. Mostly cloudy skies throughout the course of today. Winds coming out of the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour, so it's going to make that 39 degrees feel just a little bit cooler than it actually is. Now as we take a look at Vale by the hour, we are expecting to see mostly cloudy guys maybe a little bit of sunshine out first thing this morning then we're going to start to see that cloud coverage roll in just a little bit heavier throughout the course of this afternoon bringing us those snow showers as we approach this evening this late afternoon and this evening i should say now as we take a look at that i-70 corridor the temperatures down in denver nice and warm they've got spring down in denver 61 degrees beautiful sunshine maybe just a little bit of cloud coverage 39 in vale with a 50 percent chance of precipitation 39 in avon with a 50 chance of moisture decreasing just slightly as we approach Eagle to the west of us 41 degrees 40 percent chance of precipitation now as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight temperatures are cooling down 24 degrees is our overnight low 50 percent chance of snowfall now we are seeing that sunset just a little bit later tonight than it was yesterday 7:20 p.m. is when that sun is gonna set we are expecting to see winds slightly shift directions coming out of the west southwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour so a slight breeze rolling through continued this evening now as we take a look ahead into the next five days tomorrow 80% chance of precipitation high of 42 degrees this warmer temperature with all this moisture could bring us that wintry mix so we could see some rain in there now as we approach Thursday partly cloudy skies 20% chance of moisture afternoon snow is likely on Friday with a 60% chance of precipitation a high of 34 temperatures dropping down by this weekend though we're gonna see a nice little 
little cold front make its way here by Saturday. 29 degrees with a 20% chance of precipitation. Increased snowfall on Sunday, 50% chance of moisture coming our way. Afternoon snow is likely 30 degrees is our high. So if you like those warmer temperatures, then we recommend getting out there throughout the course of the next few days. But if you like those cooler temperatures and maybe a little bit more sunshine, then wait till the weekend and then get out there and enjoy that sun that we will see hopefully come our way. I know I've been longing for the sun for quite some time and it's so nice to see all of this precipitation come our way. Now if you are making your way up to Vail or Beaver Creek for today, Beaver Creek just received four inches of new snow in the last 24 hours. Vail received three inches of new snow in the last 24 hours, bringing their season total to that wonderful 300 number, which we're all very excited about. Now we're excited about the expansion of Good Morning Vail from going from one hour to two hours. So we hope that you tune in each and every day. But then of course, we've got some other great programming that happens here. So if you like Good Day Vale, well then you're gonna wanna tune in at 11 a.m. this morning because there's a new episode, which is featuring the one and only Chris Anthony, who is an absolutely incredible local skier here. And we're really excited to have him in the studio chatting with CC Zach. So make sure that you stay tuned for that episode here on Channel 92 on our YouTube YouTube or on TV8Vale.com. But then there's going to be a follow up episode. Now, if you miss it at 11, you can catch it again at 5 p.m. as we play back to back episodes of Good Day Vale at 11 and 5. And then you can stay tuned for Colorful Cooking Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. And then, of course, tune into Good Day or Good Morning Vale, excuse me. Each and every day, we have scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, that way you know exactly what's happening with our amazing local athletes. We wanna thank you so much for tuning in to your Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. We've had some fun on this show this morning, but make sure that you tune in tomorrow. We'll be here from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Good morning, Vale. Got it all. <laughs>